Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Hello. Podcast. My name is Mark. That voice you just heard in the background Hello. is Miles. Miles, how you doing? This is Miles. Miles, uh, ha- how's the weather down okay. there? How's, how's it? People must think it's, we're just desync or something. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous down here. Okay. I think, like, one of us should talk at a time, and then the next person should talk, and then... What? Hello? We're also joined by Jackie. Hello. Hello. Jackie, how's the weather been up here? It's been warm. It has been warm, hasn't it? It's it's like 80s. It's like, well, 70s and eight, and up to 80 this week. It's just, who the fuck knows? Anyway, this is a podcast about the weather. I mean, anime. <laughs> Specifically. Fahrenheit. I don't know what it is in Celsius. We don't fucking know. Yeah, we wouldn't be, we'd be panicking if it was in the 80s or whatever <laughs> the fuck. Uh this is a anime podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, usually. But when we caught up to the JoJo anime and the JoJo anime OVAs, all of them, yes, even the old ones, we said, screw it, it's time to watch other anime. And we listen to our listeners and their recommendations, and we also obey the whims of our Patreon supporters. And this week, thanks to Omar... We are going to talk about GTO, or Great Teacher Onizuka. Grand Theft October. Grand Theft Otto. Yeah, I was saying Grand Theft Auto, like O-T-T-O, but I like Grand Theft October, so that's what I'm going to go with. Because it's October now. It is October now, that's true. Um, But before we get into Great Teacher Onizuka, we need to first read some great emails Onizuka. (laughs) I'll just say the same word. This email is entitled Great Expectations, and it is from Chad. Aloha, JJB Pod Ohana. Let's get to our JoJo voice connections for GTO. Our hero and main character Eikichi Great Teacher Onizuka is voiced by the unmistakable Wataru Takagi, who voiced Jobro Okuyasu Nijimura. I knew I recognized that voice. Yes. He's also the main character in Dorohedoro, I think. Anyway, vice principal and semi-antagonist Hiroshi Uchi Yamada is voiced by Cho, who also voiced uh, the unwilling chauffeur uh, Wilson Phillips. You guys remember Dio's chauffeur when he made him drive on the sidewalk and shit? Mr. Glasses McSmarty Pants Yoshito Kikuchi, who's good at computers and Photoshop, is voiced by Hikaru Midorikawa who voiced the lost movie version of Dio. Busty teenager that is only in high school and still a child, Tomoko Toroko Nomura is voiced by Ayako Kawasumi, who also voiced the TV version of Jojo matriarch Erina Pendleton. Bleach Bond jock bully Kunio Murai is voiced by Tomokazu Seki, who voiced Part 6 Big Bad Father Enrico Pucci. This was a show I was a big fan of, When it was brought to the States via DVD in the early aughts, I was even temporarily inspired to become a teacher myself a decade later, even if it was for just a year. I was definitely not cut out for teaching. Anyway, I hope all is well and everyone is doing great. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. What's a career you thought you'd be into when you were younger that didn't pan out? Or maybe you're still holding out some hope for? There we go. Thanks for the email. Newspaper reporter? You're still holding out hope for a newspaper reporter, Miles? No, it didn't pan out. Hmm. Hmm. But are you glad you're not a newspaper reporter? 
Mm, if I could make what I make now, I would, I would do it. But it's even fun. if, but even if you had the same like shitty like local crime beat that you had to do at one point, where you're just yeah, like, that's... people got shot, people got shot, people got shot. Maybe that's a good point. That was I don't. That wasn't your whole newspaper career, but I know if there was a time where you were like, this sucks. Yeah, that's true. All right, never mind. All right. <laughs> so it <laughs> didn't pan out and it's over. <laughs> uh, Jackie, do you have that thing? Is there a job that you wanted to do and then you went, wait a minute? There's lots, you know, when you're a kid and you're, you, you think you want to do fucking everything that you see in a, that you see like an adult do. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like the first thing I've probably mentioned this on the pod before, the first thing I wanted to be as a kid was a nun because my first grade teacher was a, a nun because I went to a Catholic school. Um, and then they told me that nuns couldn't get married and have kids, uh, which I've done both and I'm not a nun. <laughs> yeah. I definitely never wanted to be a teacher though. Uh, I think after nun, I said teacher. Um, but it's, be- it's, it's really just because it's like what I knew, like I didn't, what jobs did I know of yeah. that existed, you know? And I just, I saw my teacher every day and I was like, I could do that. <laughs> Um, but I think the the one I guess that I like took more seriously was for a long time I wanted to be this is also like still like a, a little kid dream but for a long time I wanted to be a, a video game developer um, pretty much throughout all of high school I wanted to be a video game designer or developer or whatever I didn't know what that meant I was just like I get to make games that sounds cool and I'm like I guess I'm closer to that now I probably could make a game if I wanted to I've made I've made little piece of shit games before I could make a game but uh but yeah I don't the job isn't as glamorous as it seems when you're a kid so I guess that's Coding the one in general or video game making? no specifically video video game being a video game developer like sounds like it sucks sucks unless you are like a celebrity <laughs> you know like unless you like made like a top like triple a game or like an indie darling or something you know what i mean like you got to make it big it's just it's become in order such, for it, it to seems not like suck a lot of them have realized they have to be money faucets and it's all about as much content as possible i don't know if the old games used to have as much crunch but i feel like you hear that all the time now that when a game is close to being done that they're like you have to work around the fucking clock the closest i got was um i did interview at a video game company they were they were like they were they made mobile games uh, what game did they make? Did they make fucking Farmville? No, 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 no. It wasn't. It wasn't that. Um, and I got close. They really liked me. Um, but it wasn't like making the game. It was like working on the API. Um, I don't remember what the game was. I ha- I had it on my phone for a while. Was um, it the Dots game? Yeah, it was Dots. Shout out to Dots. <laughs> yeah, dot, Dots was pretty cool. I, I interviewed there and like I, I, I got through to like the in-person interview. So I went to their office. Their office was pretty cool. But I liked a different, I got a job offer at a company that I was really excited about. So I went there. Yeah. Sometimes you got to zig if you want to zag and then you realize yeah. you don't need to zag. Yeah. But my career right now is better in general. Than being a like I get I get I can write code, but I also am not like exploited or whatever. Like that's what we all like to think. <laughs> yeah, just wait. Well, I don't know. I developers get a pretty cushy situation, like especially once you have experience. Um, 
but yeah, that's that's the 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 dream that didn't pan out. But it's and I and I and I kind I was kind of taking it seriously for a little while, like even though it kind of still felt like a dream. Um, but yeah, I don't need it. I'm good. Yeah. What about you, Mark? I mean, when I was like um, in middle school or whatever, I was like, I love computers, and I was like, I'm gonna be a, some kind of fucking sys admin or some kind of ah engineer, some, some kind of sys hat. So, <laughs> I <laughs> check that off, um, or some kind of electrical engineering program I would go into. And then in high school, I was like, I love movies. Mm. Um, and then you followed a dream. I followed a dream, sort of. I work in that industry, but I'd still like to work on films. I'd like that to be my day job, but I just don't know how people even do that. Even now, I'm like, I don't know how the fuck you get this going. Who do I got to meet? Mm. Whose ass do I have to kiss? I'll do it. Yeah. Um. But yeah. One time I worked I at Whole talk- Foods for like three days. <laughs> and they were you like... did? Yeah, and they were like, if the, it, during like the launch of it or whatever of like a bunch of people being trained they were like and if you don't think it's going to work out just tell it just you know just tell me it's not going to work out and after two days of working in the fish department i went up to that guy and i was like i don't think i can do this like the other people i was working with were not friendly and they were like we don't really take a lunch break Mm. i told this guy i was like yeah i don't think it's going to work out for me he's like okay best of luck to you and i was like do you have any openings in like the overnight or the warehouse i was interested in he went nope Mm. and i just left and as i was driving out of the parking lot Captain Jack by Billy Joel was playing, which is a song that has chased me sometimes after failures in my life. Damn. Oh. Yeah. But I've never done heroin. So take that, Billy. Anyway. But when you do, the song <laughs> that will play. I hope they don't find my father in the swimming pool. Do you get that reference, Miles? What if he's swimming? I forgot I forgot to pin pin your video. Do you know the lyrics? I don't know. Anyway. I know them a little bit, but who cares? <laughs> who cares? I talked about this on the podcast with Tim, but one issue is that like you just don't know all the jobs in the world. Yeah. It's you, crazy. You don't really know all the jobs in the world. I mean, you st- we still don't know all the jobs in the world, but like, I mean, you really don't know them until like much later. I'm, I'm still discovering new jobs. Like we're looking at daycares. Yeah. I'm like, I could... I'd be kind of nice to be a preschool teacher or something. I don't want to. It is fun. You know, the more you work looking at a job and being like, I could fucking and like when I was pregnant, I was like being an ultrasound tech seems pretty cool. Yeah. But and you have to when you see something on the ultrasound, if it worries you, you have to not do shit. Yeah. Apparently, because if you are like, ooh, because you're not the doctor, (laughs) you are you just know how to measure the, you know, all the little the things that you're seeing, you know what you're looking at and you know how to measure things. And then you got to report anything weird to the doctor. But if you see a bunch of like really bad spots stuff, mm-hmm. you have to just be like, mm-hmm, and okay, now moving over here and like a bunch of yeah. crosses. You're, you're sweating internally like, oh shit, oh shit. Thanks for writing, Chad. Was there anything Great cue, Chad. Yeah, good, uh, good prompt. Gotta learn to live with regrets, am I right? Yeah, Chad figured out to ask us about jobs and career stuff. It, like, <laughs> it's something it gets a lot of us talking. Yeah, I've never wanted to be a teacher, really. Though I definitely did. I think teaching college would be interesting, but mm. I don't know how to deal with children. Mm. That's why Co- college is we've started over, not children. 
Yeah, you get to you get to learn how to deal with children from by having one when they're born. Yeah, from day one, from day zero. You don't know how to do the mind jujitsu on an infant. You don't need to know. Uh-huh. You know, when you're in elementary school or whatever, and then you're like to help kids that have behavior problems, you give them a task and make them in charge of something. Sounds totally counterintuitive to my brain as an adult who runs screaming from badly I mean, behaved like, children. No one would throw you. No one would be like, okay, you're a teacher now. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like you would study child development and like you would learn like how to do this No, I would do exactly what Onizuka did. I would have a stand-in take my test. Mm. I would teach at a private school that doesn't need any... You beat up the students. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah. So again, that was an email sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. I don't even know if I said the address before. But Jojo's Bizarre Pod at Gmail. Folks, we have a Patreon that you can visit and uh, pledge to to support this show for as little as $1 a month, which you won't even notice the money is gone. Uh, you will gain access to the Patreon feed, which includes the occasional bit of cut audio from the main podcast feed, Miles' weekly cultural reference newsletter. Was that a reference to? For $3 a month, you'll receive those same benefits, but we will also thank you out loud on the podcast, which we'll do in a little bit, because I also want to tell you that for $15 for just one month, you can turn it on and then right back off. You send us a message, tell us what anime we should watch, and we will do an episode about the anime of your choosing. Typically, just three episodes of a show, or a reasonable length movie, although it seems like most anime movies are reasonable length. All right, let's say thank you to some people. Okay. Oh, we also thank anybody who's on the $15 tier. We're not weirdos. So thank you, Colin. Shun. Hentai Homie. I love Jojo Uwu. Daniel. Dalton. Soliloquy. Kasun. Lord Zendar. Omar. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof. Nocturnal. Kenny. Mirror Man. Austin. Tim. What? Aquosis. Christian. And, and Chad. Chad. Jackie, what was that flat voice you were doing? I don't know. I was like, I want to, I want to do something. I was gonna, I was like, should I do spooky? I was like, no, I'll do spooky closer to Halloween. So I was like, let me just do serious. Like I'm, like I'm upset with, like I'm upset with them. But I'm not upset with you guys. Yeah, you guys thank all, thank all you guys. <laughs> Never pay attention to how we say your name. <laughs> I was like, let's do something different. I don't know. I just trying to, trying to, trying to do something different. We should just run it through like a, a like an old shitty serious. voice synthesis. That's Hello. like Colin Shun, Hentai Homie. We don't we we don't need to let people get worried about how we're saying our shit. Shit. Anyway, <laughs> patreon.com excited for Halloween. Yeah. Patreon.com slash JJB pod. I'm excited to dress up our little baby in a cute costume. But yeah. what? You'll see. Okay. It's a surprise. Okay. I guess I'm excited. We watched uh, Friday the 13th, part six, and uh, it wasn't scary, unfortunately. Yeah, it was more uh, like just fun. It was like fun, dumb 80s horror. And we watched Saw 2 because we were like, we're going to watch all the Saws, but Saw 2 is so bad. Yeah, we were like, no. 
that it's like, I don't know, man. It apparently goes even worse. But the new Saw people like, I will say, Saw X has positive uh, reception. I would like to find a series that we could go through or like a director or something. Like, I don't know. Is there a director that does horror movies? I mean, there's already the one that we like. There's the one that we like. I forget his name. There's John Carpenter. Oh, yeah. Okay, fine. There's Clive Barker. There's like the newer one that I like that I think he's maybe my favorite. Ty West, who did Pearl and X? No. Another one. Brandon Cronenberg? No. Ari Aster? Yes. Yeah. He's like my favorite. Ari Aster's good. But there's a bunch of, of classic old people, for sure. Yeah, well, I don't like old. Guillermo del Toro. Well, old is good. Anyway. <laughs> no, old is gold. Yeah, we can't do any spooky Halloween things, really, because we have a little baby, but it'd be nice to get out and see one scary movie. I heard Talk to Me is good. That came out earlier this year. Mm. A24 joint, but that seems really cool. Miles, are you going to watch anything scary this month? I haven't decided yet. Should I? Yeah, I think you should. Okay, I will. If you need Rex, let me know. Okay, but not too scary. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> you can watch uh, f- fucking Nightmare Before Christmas. Halloween Town. <laughs> yeah. All right. The Worst Witch. Classic. That's the one with Tim Curley. Tim Curry in it. Tim Curley? Tim Curley. Uh, yeah, I've never seen it. I've seen clips of it or gifs of it. It doesn't seem like my bag. It's definitely, at this point, nostalgia. Like, it's like, it's good for like a kid's movie, you know? Right. It's like for kids. It's not like a, I wouldn't say it's like a family movie. It doesn't, doesn't have a lot of layers. Not really. Okay. It has like it has gags for the kids, you know. It has gags for the kids, and then it has Tim Curry being amazing, and that's it. Okay, this is GTO, which is short for Great Teacher Onizuka. Get or, the out. Yeah, get the out. Um, very famous show. Is it? It is. It is. Um, it's very popular. It's one of the most. One of the best-selling manga series of all time. Um, it's like tough to say who's the who's the best. What's the best-selling manga series? Because I had never heard of it before in my whole life. Different series have different like numbers of issues and volumes and stuff. But this had like a sales per volume of two million, which is double that of JoJo's ratio. I'll say. Mm. Um, so the mangaka here is Toru Fujisawa. Um. If you guys couldn't tell, uh, a bunch of the like biker gang backstory stuff in here is n- is actually fleshed out. This is sort of a sequel to a manga he wrote about Onizuka being in a bike gang as a kid. Mm. Um, That's pretty cool. So that had started in the 1990s, in like 1990, but th- this uh, particular series, GTO, went from 97 to 2002. And this anime came out in 99. Um, it came out in the summer of 99. Uh, the other shows that launched at the same time, the only one I recognize is Orochuban Ebichu, which is about that perverted hamster. Have you guys ever seen stuff from that? Where it's no. a hamster who lives with an office lady and he says perverted shit. No. No. It debuted close to Ark the Lad and Turn A Gundam. 
The studio is Piro, who did really small shows named Naruto, Bleach, Yu Yu Hakusho, and Akudama Drive, which we watched. Um, and interestingly, there's a bunch of live-action drama adaptations of GTO. Some say they're even more popular than the anime. Um, and the previous series, the sort of prequel to this, um, also has live-action and anime adaptations. And uh, Fujisawa has returned to this series a few times. There is currently a GTO manga series that's been going on since 2014 um, called GTO Paradise Lost, I believe. Um, interestingly, the mangaka, Fujisawa, married an actress who was in the most recent live-action adaptation of GTO. Whoa. Um, and there's another live action, like a, a reboot of the drama coming out next year. Uh, and I was curious. He married her, the actress, when he was 43. How old do you think the actress was when they got married? 11. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> uh, no, she was 27. 27. Still a pretty big gap, but, you know, it's not a 16-year-old. So we can thank our lucky stars. Thank goodness. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it is a hugely popular show. And again, it's like a rare case where it is maybe more popular as a live action drama series. Uh, but it's ranked 57 on my anime list. So a lot of anime watchers have seen this show, like the show. But boy, does it have a weird start that uh, yeah. was a little alienating. A hard pill to swallow. And, yeah. and the manga start, I think, is even worse. I read it a little bit. Well, the one of the first things I wanted to look up was what is the age of consent in Japan? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys know? No. It's complicated, but yeah. <laughs> it's You do know? <laughs> well, now it's 16. Now it's 16, but that only changed like two years ago. Yeah, it was 13. Yeah. But it was up. it was still up to prefecture by prefecture, and they, oh. they all had it at 16, I think. Okay, that's for a long time. But yes, the national standard was 13 until very recently. Was there any prefecture that had it at 13? Then? I don't know, and I don't think so. Mm. Maybe it's it's probably the kind of thing where slowly prefectures did mm. start to do that, and then they went, let's make it national so no one can fucking roll it back because they feel get, like evil yeah, and want to change the age of consent or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's obviously... It, especially since this is from the the perspective of teachers it's like a professional in their early 20s picking up yeah. a teenager mhm it's Yucky. weird in the manga it's it's a worse start it's onizuka is at the mall and he's looking up girls skirts that are on the escalator well that's what's happening in but in wait the anime. but wait it's okay. different he then meets a girl who wants to go on a date with him and they go on a date and then at some point this like ugly guy, like middle-aged guy shows up and is apparently the the girl's ex-boyfriend and he convinces her to come back with him and she jumps out the second story window of a building that she's with Onizuka in and into the the old guy's arms mm. and he re and he I don't know if in that conversation he realizes that that guy was her teacher mm. and that's what makes him want to be a teacher. Oh, he's okay. like he's like, "Wow, look look how much sway 
teachers have, even if they're ugly, they get to, you know, uh, seduce high school girls. Mm. That's the best job. That's for me. I see. And I, I think we've seen enough of this show. We watched episodes one, two, and three, even though one is a little bit longer. Um, we watched one, two, and three. We do start to see that maybe he's shaping up and becoming a slightly better person. But yeah, it does seem like in the 90s, at least, with the age of consent the way it is and just this sort of sexist bent. I think also, I know. yeah, the, and the standards and stuff are different than that this was our just Western acceptable at some point. 2023 standards. You yeah. Know? He did not have good intentions in becoming a teacher. No. No. He, well, it's also, I also find it interesting that it seems like his intentions are to, more towards marriage than just like hooking up with girls, which I also find kind of funny. Like, I don't know. I wonder, if, uh, yeah. I w- <laughs> he wants, he wants a 16 year old, but he doesn't, but he doesn't want to just like, you know, fuck all the girls in his class. He wants to, ma- he wants to marry one. So it, so that the age gap is you know, consistent throughout his life. Like, oh, that's the mm-hmm. dream. I'll be, when I'm 60, she'll be 30 or whatever. Yeah. I They don't say it explicitly in the anime, but again, reading the wiki summary of the manga, he is a virgin. He oh. has never had sex. So some of it might just be that he doesn't really get how adult romantic life works. Mm, so he couldn't, he didn't fuck 16 year olds when he was 16. So right. he's <laughs> still pursuing that. He's a little, he's a little stunted. Mm. And the marriage thing, I wonder if that's also like a self-censor. They can't draw the fantasy sequences that he's mm. really interested in. Mm. Um, but yeah, bit of a weird start to yeah. this show. It's played for laughs. I like that. Yeah. I like that he draws the line at uh, middle schoolers, though. We learn in episode two or three. Yes, I was glad that he was like, I don't want to talk to middle schoolers. It was like, well, that's good. <laughs> um, a real hero. <laughs> Yeah, this was on Crunchyroll, by the way, and like, I don't know if it was just the opening song or if it was the whole show, but the sound kind of sucked. It seemed kind of fucked up and like weirdly doubled or something. Hmm. Did you feel that way, Miles? I don't think so. Because other than that, I like the opening here. It's by Lark and Seal. Oh, in the the OP? Uh, Yeah. I think I just didn't like it that much. Okay. Well... The band that does the opening is like one of the most popular bands in Japan. Is it the Beatles? No, it's Larkin Seal. And they had two albums come out at the same time in 1999, and both of them sold two million copies. Uh, Like Speaker Box and The Love Below? Yeah, I think so. Just like that. Um, But yeah, what happened in this show? What happened in this show? Um, so episode one, he's up. He's looking at the upskirts. He's looking at the skirts uh, in the escalator. Um, some dudes try to mug him, and oh, something that was never quite explained. He, it seemed like some dudes try to mug him, and he like punches through one of them, and he has just like a bunch of circuits in him. No, he he punches through a machine next to him. Oh, it looked like he was. But he okay because I was confused. I was like, "Is this show about r- robots? Is everyone an android?" It's Hamon. No, he's th- they're opposite him. It really looked like he pulled out 
circuits out of the guy's body. I didn't get that at all. Well, that's what I got. And then I was like, hmm, they never brought that up again. (laughs) 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 Is it just like, they're all androids, but it's just, uh, you know. It doesn't matter. It's just about an android who wants to (laughs) make it with smaller androids. (laughs) No, not all. Uh, robo pedophilia <laughs> is still pedophilia i don't think so i think it's i think that makes it different if they're all robots it, how many revisions of firmware does each robot have is that what matters yeah um so anyway uh yeah so he's basically like or i could just beat the shit out of you he's like you don't want to stay here with me basically he's like oh you think you're mugging me but i'm actually gonna kill you yeah he says he's a second degree black belt i think yeah um, and then he goes to school and he's like, yeah, look at all the teen girls. And it's like, there's boys here too, but he's not looking at them. He's looking at all the girls. Well, he, yeah, he's going to do a student teaching thing because I think he's technically a uh, college student or something. Yes. Yes. He is right. Yeah. And he has a friend that he used to be in a gang with, um, I believe. And all the gang. Yeah, the ponytail man. The ponytail guy. And he's the one that says that he's like fucked twenty girl. He fucked like no, 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 no. That's a different different long hair guy who is yeah, disgusting. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's the one who plants in his head the idea of like, yeah, in this career you could marry a sixteen year old when you're when you're forty. And he's like, that's the dream. Whereas you'd really realize when you're forty that if you're interested in marrying a sixteen year old, you're something's wrong with you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But if you're twenty two, you don't know any better. (laughs) <laughs> in japan anyway. that's right in japan where the age of consent was 16 for a while and i don't know it, maybe was, thir- that it was really 13 i don't think it was 13 in 1997 i don't know maybe but it depends it, nationally on the it was 13 yeah but that's come on there there's weird we have shit like that too there's some weird ages of consent in different states that's true. but it's not that young there's but yeah. some I went to some that are college I think, with a I think, friend of mine who was a student teacher and uh like one of the first days he came back, he was like, uh, so high school girls are still hot to me. Mm. <laughs> yeah. As a student teacher. Yeah. We, yeah. We were in college. Cause, Cause you're not that far. Yeah. You're not that far in age. And some of the, there's probably the senior girls look similar to like freshmen and sophomores in college. Yeah. I'm sure it's the thing where like probably like half of them do and half of them still look like kids. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I think around, like junior, senior year, they, they, they start to look more like... It also depends. I thought people in our... Uh, where I moved to looked younger than my hometown. But that might have also just been... I was older at that point. So I don't really know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's Who like, knows? It's like, oh, I'm a sophomore <laughs> now. Passed. Damn, these freshmen are children. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, so he he has like he he meets a friend at the school who's also student teaching and is a sicko pervert. But we also see that he has a friend who like manages a car repair place, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, at the school, what is it called? It's not Honda. It's it's Honda. Ha- Honta. 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 Ah. And then it said WW Ing. Mm. I don't know what that means. I don't know what they were going for. I instead probably of the, can't instead know. Instead of Volts. Wagon, it's Volkswagen. Nah, you can't service Hondas and Volkswagens in the same place. Okay, you can't do that. I don't know. You can if you're good. In Japan? No. If you know your stuff. No, if you're putting a brand on your car, like here in the US, we do that. We're like, this is a Mercedes service place. Like, that's what we specialize in. You can't be like, we specialize in Mercedes and everything else. 
by the way, I no one asked, but because I couldn't stop thinking about it. Miles, do you ever associate GTO with a different thing? Yeah, driving thing, right? Yeah, the Pontiac GTO, which was a mm. popular muscle car in the 60s. I looked up what GTO stands for, and for some reason it's Italian, even though it's an American car. And it means... Does it stand for Great Teacher Onizuka? It does, actually. No, it stands wow. for Gran Turismo Omologato. Mm. And Gran Turismo is a video game, and now a film. And now a film about a guy who gets to race because he's good at Gran Turismo. And is apparently based on a true story. Wow. That there is a guy who got into racing because of video games. I mean, hey, in Truck Simulator, whatever the fuck, uh, they're putting ads to get real trucking jobs. Anyway. Anyway. So he, he goes uh, he goes to like go to his homeroom and t- talk to... Uh, he goes to try and be a teacher for the first time, and it's just a class full of delinquent kids. Yeah. None of the girls are and they hot. All, and they look older. They look older. The girls are wearing long skirts. Although he, before he starts teaching, actually, he does run into a girl with a short... With, yeah. Or no, she's wearing bloomers. Yes, he says, Bruma. <laughs> and she like kicks the ball to him and he, or she's running after a ball. He gives it back to her and she's like, oh, you're a teacher here, right? And he's like, oh. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like about the show that they show people's faces in like insane detail sometimes when it's like a yes, really. Em- I love the, the goofy faces they make. Yeah. When it's like a really embarrassing thing for Onizuka, it just, it's like zoomed in and kind of realistic uh, and it's funny and gross. Um, but yeah, there's like that brief moment of hope. Then he talked to the perfect guy and then, yeah, then he has the classroom where he's like, all these kids look older. Uh, they're not paying any attention to him. Yeah. A lot of the girls are wearing long skirts, which is disappointing to him. But there's that one girl that he saw in the gym shorts there. Um, but he can't get the kids to listen to him and they even like go right up to him and one like kid, yeah, intimidate him, right? Yeah, one goes right up to him and yeah, and he, he looked like James Dean. I wrote that down. Like a, like <laughs> kind of an ugly James Dean. Um, and yeah, they're just assholes. They're just assholes. But the, but the cute girl is in the class, which is nice. Uh, and yeah, there are a bunch of delinquents. Like other people tell him that after when, you know, I guess after class. And oh yeah, they go. He goes out with um the other some other teachers or other student teachers. Yes, and they all talk about they're all talking about their classes and stuff. There were some female teachers there, but he was did not seem interested in. He them. didn't care about them. But this the show does do a mean <laughs> thing. At least one of them was cute though. Yeah, I for thought. sure. I thought so too. I was like, why doesn't my own, why what the fuck just, is this? Just go after the other teacher. You have more in common. <laughs> why don't you have healthy romantic interests? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the answer is because younger people are in, impressed with you if you're older. So it's. Mm. It's easier easy. to hit on younger people. <laughs> it's easier it's to get somebody sometimes. It's easier to get somebody hotter, I think, if you have like something over them. Yeah. You know? Of course. Like if you're rich or if you're, you know, you you have like This is like when uh, I play authority over them in some way. This objective based mode older. in Call of Duty where we're my, <laughs> mostly fighting robots, but these guys that probably suck at combat focused Warzone come in and they just kill people and you're like, "What are you doing here, man?" And it's cuz they suck. And so they have to just go into servers where people are trying to do a thing because they can't compete with the people that are on a combat playing field. You know, it's like that. It's like if you're a loser guy and you're 22, you're going to try to pick up high schoolers because they think you're cool and they will realize years later that you're a loser. That's what I think. But it'll take years. (laughs) It'll take years. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Th- there's a mean thing in that in that scene with all the teachers. They make fun of one of the lady teachers. Yeah, it's like the two two girls look like hot anime teacher girls. Yeah. And then there's one girl who looks like, like you can't see her eyes because of her glasses. She's really frumpy looking, and she's like, "I had a really nice experience." And they're like, "No one asked you." Yeah. <laughs> and I don't Why think she go out with them. I don't know if that was just because uh, they didn't like that she had a positive experience, or if they were just being like, "You're the ugly one." It was. It was yeah. mean. Um, so he keeps thinking to himself in his head that he's like, I'm going to kill them. I want to kill, like he wants to kill the students, uh, cause they're assholes. Yeah. Um, but he runs into Nana, who's the one cute girl in the class who doesn't look old. Um, and she tells him that she had a fight with her parents and she's upset and she doesn't want to go back home. She doesn't want to go back home ever again. She was like, can I stay with you? And he, in his mind is like jackpot like he's, he's, he's like fantasizing about his 16 year old wife making him dinner and shit um <laughs> i i have to imagine i don't know maybe it's just me but i feel like if you married a 16 year old their cooking probably sucks right like what do they know about cooking they learn it's not that hard i mean cooking isn't like age specific you can be old and a bad cook and you can be young and a good cook i think i don't know like my cousin, my cousin Maddie, he uh, he's he liked was into cooking in high school, and he was baking and he was making Damn. stuff, and it was good. It was always good. He'd made he w- he always made a Thanksgiving dish. I wasn't doing shit. It's probably, a, <laughs> I mean, I'm a, an okay cook, but I, and I I don't think he's necessarily better than me, but he's more interested. In, he's he was always more interested in it. Okay, you know. So I think it's just like if you're interested in it and you do it. It doesn't mean that at the you know if he bags a sixteen year old that she's gonna be a good cook. You know she might not be interested in cooking at all. She might be interested in completely. It's the thing. It's like that's his like his fantasy. He's like looking at a number and like, which is already gross. But then, like, but he's also not looking at like what other qualities he would want in a girlfriend or a wife. You know, he's just like I want the young cute girl. And like it's like super superficial when he's thinking about like marrying somebody like. <laughs> Like their age and their looks are gonna be hot for like a little while, but then you gotta like live with that person. Like, yeah, I don't know. Um, and they're gonna grow and change. Yeah, there's a. This is apparently sort of a trope. I don't know if it's just in like entertainment or if it's really like a real life sort of joke. But in Japan, there is this phrase where a woman says to her husband when he comes home, "Would you like dinner?" Or a bath? Or would you like me? <laughs> wow. And it's interesting because I remember when I was a teenager, one of our friends, our mutual friend, Miles, uh, knew this Japanese guy. And we were like, this is the coolest guy ever because he's Japanese. And we went to his house and he I told us- I remember he, this guy. <laughs> what? Do you remember this guy? Yeah. Was it? I think so. Um. And I remember him telling us, like, yeah, in Japan, when you get married, you go home and the wife is just like, I'll make you a dinner or we can have sex or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think he got the same three options, right? Or whatever. But then, like, uh-huh. he said that and we were at the time like, whoa, that's crazy. But I th- I want to I wanna believe that even at the time, I was like, well, how does she feel about it? <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> is that just what she's supposed to say? Um, 
But I get the feeling that he was probably told that by another boy of the same age and no one actually knows what they're talking about. That just seems like... That just seems like the, like the Asian fetish thing. I mean, I, obviously he's not doing it, but like there's the... I don't know, like white guys who want to go to Asia to pick up a like submissive, mm-hmm. you know, Asian wife or whatever. <laughs> and it's like they're not like not everyone has the same personality like no of a particular like from a particular country or race or whatever. Everyone wants to believe there's just a not everyone, but some people want to believe there's just a cheat code to relationships yeah. and getting married. Right. Um. Anyway, um. yuck. Yeah, listeners, you know, you got to appreciate you when you're with someone, you got to appreciate them for who they are and not their like stats, not their like superficial attributes or like you got to get to know people, you know, everybody's an individual. Anyway, so she wants so he's imagining this fantasy of the 16-year-old housewife who's going to give him who's going to cook yummy food for him and have sex with him and stuff um and be super cute um for until he's like an old ass man. Um and so she wants to spend the night in his place and he's like okay, he's like fine with that. So he Takes her home and she's already cooking for him, um, which I was surprised by because I was like, oh, she's actually like she's actually doing the the fantasy thing a little bit. Um, he he he's she's cooking and he's he's wearing a wolf outfit. And at first I was like, what is happening? <laughs> he's wearing a wolf outfit and he's setting up a bed for the two. He's of them. Setting up like a uh, like a double bed, like a like a queen size mattress instead of having like two twin beds or whatever, like two single person beds. So I couldn't find evidence for this. I like the wolf thing, though. That's funny. I think that's just like mentally what he was wearing, maybe. I think I'm going to tell you that. I couldn't find confirmation, but there's an IMDb trivia entry that says that when he's dressed as a wolf, there's a song playing in the background that might be playing for real, might be on the radio. And it's a famous song in Japan and talks about how boys are wolves that just want one thing from girls. Mm. So girls need to be careful. And so Mm. the idea here is that, yes, he is a wolf. It's it's by Lauren. Th- it's by Lauren Hill, right? I don't think it's that one. That thing, that Miles, were you springing to make the same fucking joke? No, I I think what threw me about this show is because it's sort of like like a plain kind of premise, like man tries to become a teacher. Basically, I I thought it would be a lot more grounded than it was, and so these like these very over the top moments turned me off especially at the beginning Mm. um but like but as the show goes on i'm just like okay this is this is like a very anime version of real life yeah i mean this is a shonen manga and shonen show i think the current gto though is seinen and more aimed at adult life so it might still have like these weird fantasies but yeah this is a show for kids it's not gonna actually get into all the steps that you have this is a show for kids yeah. Okay. For teens. Okay. <laughs> Not like five-year-olds, but no, you okay. know, it's 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 oriented at young boys. Okay. Kids who want to, you know, who, who who think it would rule to have sex with 16-year-olds. Well, that's the thing, too, is, that, yeah, this is made for an audience of, like, 12-year-olds that would, you know, love to make it with a 16-year-old. Mm. Um, You know, they don't want to watch a thing about a 22-year-old who dates 22-year-olds. 
I don't think. Anyway. What about like a 16-year-old that dates 16-year-olds? They got shows like that. Okay. Well, anyway, so he starts to make the bed and uh, he finds out her dad is rich. She's talking about how they want her to go to a matchmaker and they just set her up with a like an, an heir to a different company so that whatever, like send some other rich kid. And she's like, I don't want to do that. Um, and she doesn't want to be in, a, in an arranged marriage. She doesn't. She's like, I don't want to be part of that family. And he's like fantasizing about like, I don't know, inheriting the business. <laughs> or something he's like like fantasizing about like oh i have now i have money too because you know i'm married into a rich family um yeah he talks about quarterly earnings with her and yeah yeah it's a whole fantasy i don't know uh at some point he takes off the wolf outfit and he the bed goes away and i forget why he does that is it because she starts talking to him like honestly about about how she's sad and stuff yeah i think it might be that like he's like he re- he reads the room and he's like, OK, not the right mood for this right now. Um, and so she gets close to him. There's a moment where he's like where he basically is like, I sh- probably shouldn't do this. But if I tried it, I-, I would probably succeed. Like like she's in a vulnerable place and they were like close. They were like face to face. Um. And then she says sorry and sticks out her. Oh, wait, no. Then she strips down to her underwear. Like, just suddenly. Like, he doesn't even make the move. She does. Um, and she strips all the way down to her underwear. He's like, whoa, wait, what's happening? <laughs> and she says sorry, sorry and sticks out her tongue. And then the guys from the class have, like, cameras. And they're taking photos of him with, like, a naked girl on top of him. Miles, when you worked at a newspaper, did you ever do this sort of thing to somebody? Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you like, like stitch up a politician move. with a girl? Yeah, if I if I wanted somebody to lose, uh <laughs> I'd I'd hire all the teen girls that I know. I know a lot of teen <laughs> No, girls. not the teens, no. Uh, uh Yeah, this was uh interesting because I was really I was waiting for him to be like, No, I can't. You're a student and I'm a teacher. But instead what interrupts it is, yeah, he's being pranked. Yeah. It, not just pranked, but extorted for money because the kids then say like, hey, we're going to send this photo to a newspaper and you're not going to have a job. Yeah. You're going to be in deep shit. So you can pay us one million yen, which is like ten thousand dollars in a rough conversion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or else we're going to. Yeah. Or else we're going to do that. And then he, but he's most hurt by the fact that the girl. Yeah. Was like, can I stay with you? And he was I'm like, sad. he was like, is this what you had in mind? Were you just like bluffing the whole time? And she's like, she's like, why would I go to a teacher for help? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, damn. And he was like, he was so hurt by that. But it's true. Like, she like she really didn't have anyone else to. He should have thought about. He should have thought for a second. Like, you don't have any friends you could go to. Somebody in your class, a cousin, like. You know, like you don't know anybody. <laughs> but yeah. he wanted to believe he has this fantasy. Yeah. I mean, she probably knows like, or that, that a lot of these like, guys are horn dogs. Or even just like a female teacher. Send her over to like, like, he, he, like she just met him. <laughs> yeah. Send her over to like a female teacher who she knows just as well. But yeah. Anyway, so I, I was thinking about how like, so I'm, I'm, uh, I frequent the scams subreddit 
Um, and this is a common scam where someone pretends to be a hot girl and tricks you into sending them nudes. And so then she has compromising pictures and she's like extorting you for, it's not really like, it's probably not a woman. It's, or at least not the woman that you're talking to at the other end. Um, and people will write into the scams, uh, subreddit and be like what do i do you know they you know should i pay them if i pay them like i really don't want that because they say that they'll send the the nudes to like all your friends and family like you know they, they have all your social media contacts and they're going to send it over to them whatever whatever the consensus is just ignore them block them the this is a psa for everyone listening if you end up accidentally sending your nudes to uh, someone who is trying to extort you they're always going to ask you for more money so if you send them money you're they got you um, if you send them money, they got you. They know that you can give them money, and so they'll just keep asking for more. Um, and you're more likely to get um, your nudes leaked if you continue to engage with them, because then they'll be like, "Oh, look, I sent it to this person." Like they'll they'll start sending things one by one to people um, instead of just like mass sending it, because then it's over. Like they're trying they trying to like kind of bait you, like, "Look, we're gonna do it. We're doing it." Um, and then they keep getting money out of you for as long what as... What a nightmare. For as long as they can. Um, so the PSA, the thing to do is uh, just ignore it. Maybe they will start sending some people your nudes to what? try to get you to... To try to get you to give them money. Like, they'll, like they'll send it to, like, one person. Jackie, be like, the Look. thing to do is to not send naked pictures of yourself to someone you just well, started talking if- to. Okay, fine. But if you get in that situation, right, so that's step one. But if you're a horn dog and you're like, oh man, this girl really wants to see a picture of my dick. No girl wants to see a picture of your dick. But if you're like, <laughs> if, if you're like, man, she really. What if she's a urologist? <laughs> she really wants to see it. I gotta send it to her. Well, but I think that, Jackie, the problem here that you're, you're well, missing is that the, the they is- probably want to send you a full, they probably want you to send a full body shot because if it's just yes, a dick, yes, no one yes, knows it's your yes. dick. They want to see your face. They want the picture. Right. So definitely don't send a picture with your face in it. But if you're in that situation, uh, don't give them money because then they'll have your nudes and your money. <laughs> you know <Yeah>. what I mean? <laughs> you you can't they and they're can't gonna prove keep, that they and they're going to keep it. asking. They're, it's not like oh, just send us you know five hundred bucks and we'll stop. Like no, you send them five hundred and then they're going to ask for five hundred more. They're going to you know they're going to keep it. They're going to be yeah. like oh, or, you know. I I feel like on a podcast I heard about a guy who had that happen to him, and he was like, well, I'm not going to pay these people. So he just sent like a mass text or something to a bunch of people he knew, and he was like. Hey, I fucked up, and you might get naked pictures yeah. of me, but just don't open it. I'm not sending it. So. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, I have to look at my wiener. Um, but yeah, so that's what this reminded me of, and I was just like, oh, if he gives these guys the money, they're just gonna, they're just gonna try to extort him for even more. Um, but instead, what happens is he, we see, we see these high school boys in he, the park. It seems like he followed. He probably like followed. He probably them. followed them. Yeah. But the but before he shows up again, we see the boys in the park at night and they're celebrating that they got this over. They're like, that teacher's fucked. Um, and then like a bicycle gang rolls up and then another gang rolls up and it's just a bunch yeah, of bike it's like gangs. All the gangs just meeting up. All <laughs> the motorcycle gangs, not bicycle gangs. <laughs> yeah. Tricycle gangs. Motorbike gangs. Training they, wheel they gangs. They have a little bike con Motor in the park. gangs. Um, and uh, they're all like kind of surrounding these boys and I think they want to hurt them but then Onizuka Mr. GTO himself shows up and 
uh, he starts kind of making his way through the crowd and somebody recognizes him and they're like, oh, he's from the Shonan 7 or something like that. You know, and he's sort of making references to the manga series that came before this. And all of the gang guys are sort of then like bowing to him and respecting him. And he finds the boys that are like terrified. And he's like, yeah, you can't harm these boys because these boys are my prey. <laughs> and then he does some form. He, I think he beats them up, but then he also does some form of water torture to them where they're yeah. held upside down and like dunked into water for periods of time. Uh, and later he then says he like mentions other forms of torture. And at one point he says sandbag hell. And I don't know what that is, but I like those words together. Um, yeah, they're cool. He's just thinking about different ways to uh, to torture them. And now, then, do we object to the torture of high school boys like we object to the sexualization of high school girls? No, this is fine. <laughs> Agreed. This is fine, and you know what? I think it actually balances out his interest in teenage no, girls. It doesn't. I think it makes it okay because no, it he's doesn't. he's teaching them Two tough wrongs love. Make a right. Yeah. Everyone knows that saying. <laughs> He's teaching them a valuable lesson. You can't scam people. Right, uh, right also, because they might have a black belt and torture you. Uh, that's, yeah. <laughs> we all have to learn that lesson someday. <laughs> he, uh, that, that's what Taken's about. Liam Neeson teaches those guys a lesson. Yes. Uh, he also says, I think to Nana, maybe he says, someone like you is called a devil. That's what the subtitles say. Why did he say that again? I, well, I think to her because she's a liar. And Wait, he says that at that point or later? Because later, but basically like he goes to school and she's like, wow, you're here and you didn't pay. I, usually people, either they pay up or they just don't show their face in school anymore. Um, and so she's like surprised, but like he dealt with the situation and the students are afraid of him now. Um, yeah, and when he gets back to school the next day, he's like, I'm fired. I'm definitely fired. Mm. Like, I'm totally fucked. And this teacher is like running up to him, being like, Oh my, Miss Teacher Onizuka. And he's like, Yep, here it comes. I'm fucked. And he's like, What did you do? And he's like, I'm totally fucked. But eventually it's revealed that this guy is saying, like, You you made all the delinquents listen to you and they're they're yeah, cleaning yeah, yeah. up the school grounds. Yeah, what did you yeah. do to them? Yeah. Uh and the kids all like greet, bow, and salute. Uh <laughs> The teacher, Onizuka, and it turns out that his tough love did kind of knock them into uh, lock and step. Corporal punishment works. Let's just say it, okay? Well, it's that and it's also they respect, I think they can tell that he's like a respected gang member and stuff. You know, they, they, I think they respect his tough guy history too. It's not just fear. Because he hit them. Well, no, all the, all the bike gangs got scared of him too. Um, okay yeah what else happens in this episode or does it end with him so uh, so she's praising him after she's like oh wow blah 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 and then she wants to like she's like oh take me home she gets on his motorcycle her panties are in front of him on the motorcycle on top of the motorcycle and she's like what does she say she says I'll give you panties fresh from my butt if you take me home. Ooh, fresh from the butt. Fresh from my butt. That's what the, the only thing fresh said. from the butt is like a brand new fart. I don't nothing <laughs> nothing is arousing about fresh from my butt. Mm. Fresh <laughs> fresh buns. Fresh buns. Hot hot out the oven. Yeah. 
Um, what did? Why did I write? This is a Travis. This is a. This is a. A, a trap. Maybe you meant to write a trap. That is what I meant to write. Yes. Yeah. I, wrote, I I guess it it autocorrected to Travis. Uh, shout yeah. Out to so it, it seems like she's Travis. trying to trap him again, but she wants. Yeah. But she wants to take him to the house. So it's a little like, okay, well, how can she? really trap me but he's he's all like ah! he like falls for it because he's like okay i'll take her home <laughs> he's like mm, but if i drive her miniskirt will rise and she just <laughs> he, he he takes her and then he takes her home and he keeps saying to himself like don't be fooled 22 year old was it whatever his name is Omi Ikichi Onizuka. yeah, yeah. uh he's like don't be fooled it's like <laughs> um but you were fooled dude and then uh, <laughs> they go home. Her parents aren't home. Yeah. And she describes that she is actually unhappy at home. She's not being told that she I has still, to go to a matchmaker. I still don't believe because like, why is she doing this if it's not like she just met this guy? Well, I OK. Is you she know what, You know what it is? It's it's she doesn't explain it there. There's like a bunch of really nice sushi laid out for her to eat. And Onizuka is very excited by all the different types of tuna sushi that are there. And she just dumps it in the trash. And then I think he's driving with her away from the house. And he's just, he's like just muttering facts about the type of tuna sushi that she threw out. Yes, that was funny. This was great. Yeah. And he's just muttering. He's like, there's great two or three foot long black salmon off the coast of Hokkaido. Um, and he's just really upset at her for wasting really nice food. And I guess that's why he can believe her when she explains like my parents, like we were all together and we used to make sukiyaki and stuff but then they got rich and they got very you know um encased in their work and they don't talk to each other anymore and they live in separate rooms and there's a thick wall between their rooms and she says it is a thick cold wall between their rooms which i thought was sad but then later it does look like that wall is made out of stone which is weird (laughs) um it's like they live in a castle um so she is actually sad about her home life um and then he's just sort of like look you can't go back to the past but you gotta go home like it's it's a little bit of a tough lesson where he's like go home and yes things may have been better in the past but you can't go back and it seems like he's sort of done with her like he's like whatever but then sometime later her parents both come home and they're kind of um they're kind of arguing with each other. Like the wife accuses the husband of cheating at one point and they're sort of just going at it. And then there's a doorbell and it's a man wearing pants, holding a huge sledgehammer and no Mm -hmm. shirt. And it's Onizuka. And he's brought a hammer because he's going to knock down the wall between their rooms. And he starts to do that. It takes forever because the wall is made out of rocks. Uh, the mom goes to call the police, but Nana hangs up to prevent her from doing so. He punches like a huge hole in the wall uh, with the sledgehammer. And he's like, there, I destroyed the wall between your parents' rooms. Uh, and later we get like, I don't know, we get like a somewhat more grounded in reality thing, which is that she's like, oh, yeah, and my parents like talked a little bit more when they had the hole between their rooms. But they fixed the wall and now they don't talk anymore. But I'm going to have to break the wall down with, you know, myself. I'm going to have to teach them how to talk to one another again, which was nice because this was a mm-hmm. very ridiculous situation. Yeah. yeah. Very anime only type yeah, of, type of shit. Sure. 
but it was nice that it was like, okay, well, they've just fixed the wall and went back to being how they are. I was like glad to hear that. I mean, I liked it anyway, even if it was going to be an unrealistic land, but it's annoying when someone has a complex home life social issue situation and then someone's like, there, I did it. Yeah. How does this end, Jackie? What, what, what is the rest of the episode? Uh, In a gross way. Does it? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me catch up on my notes here. Oh, right. So he gets a letter from Nana. Uh, That's what I was just describing. All right, I think. You, you just described that. Okay, so so he sees her and she's like, "I'll I'll remain a virgin and wait for you." Um, and she shows him her vagina <laughs> yes. in order to prove to him. It's from far away, though. Yeah, but still. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't hand him a speculum or something. <laughs> but she also throws him. Oh, right, right, right. Her underwear. She- Yes, yes. And she flashes him her vagina and he cries like tears of joy and he says, Gureto. <laughs> but then but then yes. <laughs> with a thumbs up. <laughs> but I think I think what she says like I'll I'll wait for you and be a virgin. I think he says like you should be ten years older to say that. Yes. He does say that at one point and I was and like, then okay. to prove it to him, she's like, Well, here's my vagina. <laughs> yeah, and he loves here's it. My he's vulva. a fucking sicko. But he's maybe getting better. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> and then episode two. This won't help. <laughs> it, it's not going to help his uh, condition. <laughs> <laughs> well, he already has. Like, I mean, I guess he's already the, his goal. He's already kind of got. Like, he's pretty much engaged, right? You know, instead of an engagement ring, it's her, her panties. Um, <laughs> engagement but, panties. Yeah. Oh, but he wanted a sixteen-year-old at forty. That's the that's the thing. Like, if he gets a sixteen-year-old at twenty-two, you're not going to have that age gap. You know, right? 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 What are you advocating for, Jack? Because when he's 40, she's just going to be like in her 30s. Yeah, yucko. <laughs> well, I'm saying that's not what he wanted, you know? Yes. Anyway, episode two, he's on a bus. Uh, there's a hot woman who uh, looks to be about his age, which is nice. Seems- it's fantastic. <laughs> it's great. You know, we're rooting for him. <laughs> <laughs> on that um then some other old pervert um he like gets real close to her butt and he then sniffs her butt he sniffs her butt like a dog and she notices and <laughs> she notices and then the the bus like like kind of you know whatever you know, buses do and they, they bounced a little bit and it like hit something and he, his face smacked into her butt and he was like yeah Bas- so basically he's just being a creep around this girl and she was uncomfortable and he like drags him off the bus and he beats him up or something. Yeah, he kicks him off the bus and it hurts his face, I think. Yeah, he's like, you old pervert. And she she also suddenly is behind him and also got off the bus. And she's like, yeah, she's like you. She, she was like Velcroed to his back the way she appears. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes sense because we find out that they were getting off. At, they were all getting off at the same stop, actually, all three of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause she and him are in, both interviewing at the same school and the old pervert is actually the vice principal, right? Yeah. Uchi Yamada. Yeah. So I, I, I thought that that was kind of funny how it's like, this is a girl that is his age and he was already thinking like kind of perverted stuff about her when he was like looking at her, but he didn't do anything. He didn't, you know, he kept his thoughts to himself, but he's like, you know. He's at, at least it's like it's like they give you like someone who's worse than him as a comparison so that we see like, 
okay, he's a gross pervert, but this guy is the like this old this is like asshole king, king is like pervert. Yeah, well, I think it's like I think it's establishing what the um I don't know, like what's what's like acceptable and funny and what's like not okay. I mean, I guess it's still considered funny too, but like what's ex- what's more acceptable versus like not acceptable, you know? Yeah, they're like this kind of like our hero is still going to be our hero, even though he's got just like his mind in the gutter and he's chasing 16 year olds and stuff. But I don't think the the show never portrays that as like a bad thing, you know, Nah, because I don't I think that that's considered acceptable anyway. So, yeah, he's he's thinking about how it would be cool if he and this hot teacher lady ended up working together. He's like, oh, like a love affair with a teacher wouldn't be that bad. So he's already like upgrading. I'm already seeing like this is an improvement. (laughs) He's just very quick to like jump to conclusions. He's also did he jump to marriage with this teacher, too? I think his fantasy jumped to marriage. (laughs) Like good for him. He's just fantasizing about marriage. He loves love. He's like, I just want to find that one person who will put up with me, and that's it. <laughs> Tis a desire devoutly to be wished. Um, yeah, so the guy he beat up was the principal who's hiring, and yeah, probably not going to get the job. Um, they look at his resume, and they basically call him a big dummy. Um, there was like <laughs> kanji showing flashing on the screen and mark was like maybe he like wrote the kanji wrong and that kind of makes that's what that it makes was. sense to me because his context. handwriting sucks and i think yeah. the idea is that he doesn't even know how to write kanji properly because he didn't do yeah. well at school he apparently yeah. got his like high school equivalent degree by having someone else take the test um like had a stand-in uh and he was in a gang he's not reading books and learning how to write properly yeah um so yeah, uh, so yeah, the 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 teacher says something like, "Oh, you should interview at the elementary school." Ooh, because you're fucking stupid. Like I don't, I feel like elementary school might be harder. I don't know. Yeah, you, you don't, don't have know. to know as much, though. You know, I guess you don't have to know as much, unless that's insulting. Elementary school teachers, write in. Tell us what you know. I don't know. You would you see? Am I smarter than a fifth grader? And those fifth graders are smarter than like I think by fifth grade you have to know a lot. Do you think the answer to that question that the show asks in the title is no? Always no. Always. Oh, everyone on the show is dumber than a fifth. Grader. I love the but thing. The, but the thing is, they 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 pick average ish adults, and they pick like the like the smartest kid in like, the smartest fifth yeah. grader in the class. You know, like the kid who's like actually like paying attention and doing the homework, and you know. But I do like that the show because I don't really like Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader because it's one of these shows where it's all about like. Uh, what are you thinking? What's the strategy? Will you go with their answer or your own first answer that who wants to be a millionaire bullshit? But I like that at the end they shame you and they force you to say, I am not smarter than a fifth grader. Yeah. Every game show should do this. <laughs> if you're third in Jeopardy, it doesn't matter if you were in the positive. You should have to look at the camera and say, I'm a dumbass. <laughs> um. Let's see. So some, uh, oh yeah, he calls him trash a lot. That's uh, important. He yeah, keeps he keeps calling, calling him trash. Um, and then some dropouts come to attack the vice principal. Um, yeah, former students are pissed at him, and they're breaking windows and calling him out. 
Yeah, and the main character thinks that like, oh, if I defend him, maybe I'll get the job. Um, and the vice principal basically says as much, like, hey, if you defend me, like, I'll see what I can do here. Even though he just got finished calling him a dumb piece of shit, trash. Yeah. Um, and so he's like a like thinking about doing it, but then he starts calling these like dropouts, uh, like. Trash. The vice principal starts calling the dropouts trash. Yeah, he starts saying a whole bunch of bad shit that I guess uh, he identifies with, and so he just beats up the the teacher some more. Well, the, the principal some more. He suplexes the vice. Right, principal. that's what he does. He suplexes. Because yeah, he he grabs him from behind, and the teacher's like, the vice principal's like, "Why are you grabbing me from behind?" And then he just yeah, bends him over backwards, and yeah. Okay, I'm glad you explained what a suplex is because I didn't know what that was until probably i started dating you or something of course not yeah (laughs) i think it's like a thing that guys know there's certain things that like guys know the terminology and like it's 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 a wrestling thing don't but but some women do watch wrestling but i like it's like wrestling there's some sports analogies that i'm like what are you talking about um and wrestling is definitely one of them and there's also guns the guys know a lot about cars and guns from video games is is my excuse though other parts of the country yeah they, they yeah, know I don't any, know anything about either of those things, though. You must know some shit. Me? All right. You probably know. You probably still know more than me, Miles. But maybe you don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm. I don't know. I'm. I feel like I'm being very like gender stereotypical now. But it's just like I just notice that it's like I'll be like in a room. It's usually like when I'm in a room and there's like I'm the only girl or like you know, and then it's like they're talking about something and I'm like, are we all supposed to know what this is? <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> look the suplex in street fighter 2 it's a throw that cammy and vega both do they both do suplexes yeah okay if you did if so, you if you need a visual aid listener well i mean there's women wrestlers too you know yeah it's a thing cammy <laughs> no yeah suplexes are a thing in <laughs> well, there's, wrestling. there's armika and, and you can tell yeah she probably has one you can tell that it's a oh, wrestling thing because there's no way you could lift a person over your head like that in real life. A wrestler's the fucking victim helps. They push off the ground. But with he's their a feet. black belt in in some martial art. Karate, which doesn't involve <laughs> throwing people over your head. Yeah. Well, he's he's also like a street fighter, for lack of a better term. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he's you strong know, he's and this a, is a little a, frail man, he could gang. probably do this. But, um, yeah. So. He gives up on his dream as a teacher and decides to be a truck driver. Oh, yeah. But before he does, before he even interviews, he stops by like the student shop to buy like a coffee. Oh, yes. And there's this like. I I didn't write it down because I didn't think it was important and it ends up being important. Yeah. This nice old lady talks to him and he has this moment though where he's like, well, I'll tell you what, if I were a teacher, I would never call kids trash or stupid. Like that's just going to push them further away, Uh, which reinforces why he gets mad at the vice principal for doing exactly that to some kids. And then, yeah, then he's like, all right, I'm going to go get a different job. And he is taking a test or orientation to be a truck driver. And he's driving with just a vest on, no shirt, some giant truck. He looks cool. He looks cool. He's driving a big truck. And it's weird that the the guy training him somehow knew that he wanted to be a teacher. And he's like, okay, you're sure you want to be a truck driver, right? You don't want to try to be a teacher anymore. And he's like, yeah, no, that's that's all that's done with. But then he gets a phone call from his friend, his ponytailed friend, who says, hey, this teacher from that school you applied to came by, and she said that the school would like to interview you again 
uh, at, I don't know, 6 p.m. or something like that. And then if you can show up, then you might get the job. But if you can't make it, you, you know, if, if you can't make it back by then, the job is off and don't worry about it. And he's like, and if you're all the way out there, because he says where he's driving to, he's like, then don't worry about it. But Onizuka isn't the type to give up. He turns the truck around, uh, drives like a madman, destroys a bunch of stuff in the process. Eventually, the cops chase him, and he somehow gets away. We don't know how, but we do briefly see a scene where the cops point guns at the car and are like, come out with your hands up, and just his trainer wakes up and is like, what is happening? Yeah. This is when I realized mm. this is just anime craziness. Yeah. Just ride with it. It's not It's not grounded at all. It anime is silliness. antics. He, yeah, the cops chase him. He gets out of it, but then he gets to the school and it's... And it, it looks like it's just, it's over. He's like, oh, I guess I missed it. Because it's midnight. They show a clock. Oh, did, do they actually like show that it's midnight? three minutes to midnight. And he's like, damn, I guess nobody's here. <laughs> it's like, hey, you are six hours late <laughs> to a job interview. But mm. because this is an anime, there is somebody actually there. And it's the nice old lady from the student shop. And it turns out she's actually head... She's, chairperson she's the chairperson the chairman of the board and she just likes to run the store to observe people which i like about her <laughs> yeah she's like undercover boss <laughs> <laughs> oh that is a show isn't that a show it was yeah, a show it was and it's funny. a show that i would never want to watch it's not i'd even, rather hit my own hand with a hammer it's like it's not the boss of the place shows up undercover right it's I like think someone that's what it else is. is it that i guess that yeah, is yeah they it is. disguise them Oh, they disguise them. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of scary. So she's like, yeah, <laughs> I'm actually the head whatever the fuck, and I do want to offer you a job. Um, And I don't remember how, but he's like, but why do you want to hire me? Like, I'm, I'm not good at blah, 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 but she, I don't know, she gives him some kind of pep talk. She doesn't quite explain what her plan is, but later another, like, I don't know, higher up at the school is like, you're going to give him that class, aren't you? Mm. And so we start to get the vibe that he's being used. But I think we can tell that he's best used in a class that has behavioral problems. Yeah. That mm -hmm. he can deal with because he's a tough guy. He can relate to them and stuff. Yeah. Um. So the vice principal doesn't like this at all. Right, right. So then, then we start episode three. Okay. Yeah. And the vice principal... Uh, he doesn't like it at all. He also uh, starts the episode, uh, I don't know, telling his car how much he loves it. It's a, yeah. it's a Cresta. It's a Cresta, which I don't know what that's know supposed to be. Some shit is going to happen to this car. Yes. I didn't think about it. I was just like, this is weird. This is a weird guy. But yeah, his car is all white and he's just like, mmm, I love oh. you car. <laughs> the Toyota Cresta is a real car. Mm. It's Italian. There's no way it's like that nice though. You know, uh, like it's, it seems like a regular ass car. It looks nice. I'm looking at it. Hmm. I don't know. Would you give it kisses though? No, I'm not a weirdo. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So we come, come back to the school for this day for his first day. And yeah, we see the vice principal loves his car. He's shocked to find that Onizuka pulls up a truck full of his shit and, and technically pins the vice principal to his nice luxury car and 
we find out that Onizuka is going to live on campus because that was the ter- part of his terms of employment is that he must live on the school grounds, which is crazy, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and they put him in a supply closet like on the roof. It's not, I thought it was like in the stairwell. That's what it looked like to me. But I guess. I th- yeah. yeah. It, it kind of makes does. sense because the way that Japanese like, schools use their space makes sense. But it's like storage before you get to the uh, roof. Because she like opens the door and I was like, is he, are they going to put him on the roof? <laughs> but and they kind of do. But it's like in just like just inside of. I, I couldn't tell if it was the at the top out. of the stairs to the roof or it was yeah. the other side of the roof. Yeah. Or maybe there's like a storage closet to one side. But it looked like she opens the door and she's like, this is your place. But it's like the. The door is open and you see the outside. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So for some reason, he's like, okay with it and decides to stay there. What else happens in this episode, Jackie? I didn't take a ton of. Right. So he learns that he's going to be teaching middle schoolers. They they do some kind of like, pre- I don't know what it is. He goes up on a stage and that's where he finds out that he's going to be teaching middle schoolers. And he does a bunch of dumb shit and puts his foot in his mouth he tries to show his teaching certificate and he yes, accidentally rips, he rips it in half it. and all the students laugh yes also the kids in, in the in the audience are like what's what's up with this guy with dyed hair and pierced ears is he really a teacher um because that's not very common um and yeah he wanted to teach high school girls but now he's teaching middle schoolers which we learn that's there's a line there for him he's not gonna that's- too young too young he's not gonna date the middle schoolers um he yeah they're too young they're too immature um but apparently this is like a bad group of middle schoolers or something because they're like this is the worst class that's ever existed ever (laughs) like even compared to the high school kids and when he goes into the class he's expecting it to be like just as bad as the ones that he met when he was like a student teacher but they seemed fine and polite and they they're like hey could you please take attendance like (laughs) such like nerdy shit i don't know what i don't really know what i think they're all just depressed or something i don't really know what their deal is uh right we learned that the previous teacher was a pretty teacher a young pretty lady and the class basically teaching at that class made her bulimic like and uh she quit because of the stress stress and apparently a bunch of oh no she's in the hospital for bulimia and all the other teachers also um quit because of the stress from teaching that class and i still don't know why uh uh, it's sort of a cliffhanger at the end what happens yeah um he spends the night there in his new apartment (laughs) in the school and uh, he starts thinking about how maybe it's ghosts that are haunting the students or the classroom um and then he starts hearing noises at night and he gets up to check what it is and he's like dressed like a he has like his ghost hunter garb all on his face and stuff it's funny yeah i don't really get he has like candles he has candles it's like it's like a a shinto priest type of thing yeah but he finds a guy stealing panties from the girls' locker rooms. And he also finds a couple having sex in a locker room. Um, yeah. That was also graphic, kind of graphic, I thought, for if if you're saying this is for teenagers. It was like, I don't it know. It wasn't that graphic. You could barely see them. The What, what they were talking about sounded graphic, though. Yeah. She it was did. like, she was like, don't sh- shine a flashlight 
up there. You can, like she said something like you can see into my vagina. She didn't say vagina, but like that's what was implied. Teenage boys would love to read about that. <laughs> um, and so, oh yeah, there there was a kid who he met who was like really good at video games. Um, and he wants to kill himself. So that that kid is like on the roof. He wants to he tries to jump from the roof, but the teacher tries to talk him down. <laughs> by saying like, oh no, it'll hurt if you do that. Don't do that. You don't He's like, and your brains will go everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they end up basically jumping down together because he tries to get him off, but I think he slips while holding him and then they both fall and they land on the Cresta. They land on the nice Toyota Cresta and of course they the, ruin the car of this asshole. And the principal was outside at night, like talking to his car when the car when yeah. they when they hit the car. So he saw they were happen. all at a party and he was drunk. Still. Oh, okay. He's like, I can't drive you home. Sorry. I see. Um, I don't know how they survived from that height onto a car. I think it's that Onizuka has a very dense, muscly body. So he lives and he's been through tons of scrapes in the manga before, I guess. And then the kid uses him as a crash landing pad. Yeah. Hmm. I think this would work. I think if you're going to fall down with a kid, you should go underneath. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's a thing. Um, I wrote down he gets beat up. He got by, beat up by a girl, but I don't remember who got, I don't remember who got beat up by a girl. I think someone was the kid. The kid who was bullied and wants to kill himself. Okay. When he wants to kill himself, he has aho written on his face, which means idiot. Mm. He has a bunch of like markings so on his face. So he's being bullied. And then after they destroy this car by accident, he takes the kid home, right? Is this yes. when he, he takes him home? Yes. And he's like, oh, why'd you be, want to be a teacher? He's like, oh, I thought it would be fun. And he's like, will will, uh, will school ever be fun for me? And he's like, I don't know. I think so. And, well, then, I, and then he tries to jump out the window. Well, wait. No, no, no. What I, what I love here is when they, they come home, he doesn't want uh, he doesn't want to wake up his parents or anything. Mm-hmm. So Onizuka climbs up to his room, which is like the third story. And he puts a bunch of tape on the window. I don't know where he got the tape. And then he's able to break the window without it shattering and making noise. But he still broke the fucking glass to get mm-hmm. in. Yeah. And then they're in there and he's borrowing all his video games, which is very funny. And he's like, yeah, I thought it'd be fun. And if I confiscate porno mags, I get to keep the porno mags and stuff. And then when he leaves, he's like, I got to go. You think of an excuse for this pointing to the broken window. And I uh, laughed at that. I thought that was really funny. Oh, I also wrote <laughs> down. Uh, he was like, oh, will, will school be gu- will school become fun for me, too? And the uh, the teacher is like, I, I, I'll i make school interesting for you, which I thought was nice. Like, I, like I'll, I'll make sure that you have a good time, which I think yeah. is nice. Um, it is nice. And the teacher seemed to know what happened the next day. They're like, he saved a kid from killing himself. Yeah, but then the episode ends with like, there's like a billboard of him in like bondage. Yeah. And I don't know what that's There's about. a photo of him displayed in the school where he's on something held up by his hands and some things are stuffed in his butt crack or maybe in his butt. It's it's pretty graphic. Yeah, it is gross. And it's gross. And I, mean, I just... Unless you like that. I briefly read... that It's still gross. Um, the summary for the next episode says that he has to like... He has to go before the PTA to explain something about that picture. So, but we didn't watch episode four because this was a Patreon pick and we watched three episodes. Yeah. And we only knew that episode one was an extra long episode when it was too late. 
but you're welcome. Uh, I like the show. I would watch more of the show. It was a rough first two episodes. But it eventually became fun. Like, you eventually realized that it's all in good fun. You're supposed to turn off your brain a little bit. Like, you can't be yes. like, you can't watch. There's a lot of shows that you can't, you just, you can't turn on your, like, feminist lens or whatever. Like, you can't be like, <laughs> you can't turn on, like, your serious, like, this is important. And, you know, or what, you know, you can't, you just, you just sometimes you just want to watch something and have fun. Well, I also just like didn't like the plot of the first two episodes, but I think mm. by the time you get to three, you understand his MO a little more and there's more heart to it. I think yeah. that, that, that I think that's why people like it is that it does turn into a sort of manly tears type of show. Mm. And I think the format becomes sort of like a monster of the week, but it's like student with problems mm. of the week. There's one where like a student wants to confess his love for another student and he he helps him maybe mm. forces him to um things like that yeah i mean and he he you know like episode two he like solves her problem by like going breaking into her house and like busting a wall he rings the bell he doesn't break into okay, her fine. house well <laughs> not he was not invited <laughs> yeah you know he, he sent break, a strong message he said this is how upset your daughter is yeah there's a wall between you two it's like he solves the problem his the problems in crazy creative ways in in like anime ways in anime yes. ways yeah um and there's no consequences like there would be in real life if you came to someone's house and broke down their wall <laughs> yeah yeah there's no consequence for him and he is just super strong because it's, it's he's like had he's, this manga saying that he's, he's supposed to be like this lovable idiot kind of i think is like that's the vibe with him right mm-hmm yeah. And I, I like also the idea of a show that, I mean, the anime only ends halfway through the original GTO manga run. But I do like hearing that uh, this is true of a lot, lot of mangas that they turn into seinen, more adult oriented topics. Mm. And I think that they should. I think that's really cool because it's like the writer is growing, but he also knows that his audience is growing. Mm -hmm. And so that's the kind of thing that they're going to want to write and we're going to want to read. Um, like even Dirty Pair that we watched last week that turns into a seinen work eventually oh. oh so that's pretty cool and yeah i mean similar to jojo i guess well it's not a family line but i don't know it, it's going through sagas right mm -hmm. like he was in a biker gang like imagine you're reading a manga about a guy in a motorbike gang and then you're like okay cool there's like this many years later he's going to tokyo and he's going to become a teacher? What the fuck? Mm. And, and it almost feels like the perversion stuff about like I'm getting into it for the girls is like maybe the teacher, maybe the mangaka like suddenly decided he wanted to write about teachers like he really respects yeah. them. But he's so like, he had to give a reason for this guy, some motivation for this biker guy to want to be a teacher. <laughs> and, and also to lure in the reader too. Yeah. I think that they're like, oh yeah, he's going to get high school action or something. Mm. And then it's like, no, no, now you're going to learn about men teaching boys to grow up or something yeah maybe but he has a lot of growing up to do yeah uh yeah i think i, I guess i would i would watch more of it but i wouldn't like it would i don't know 
it's casual, <laughs> so it has to be casual. Like, I wouldn't be yeah. like, I'm going to watch this every night, you know, and, and finish all of it, you know. It would be like, uh, I guess I feel like watching this this week, you know, that kind of thing. Hmm. Does yeah. it make you appreciate your teachers a little more? No. Because they didn't throw me around and beat me up? They could have easily done it. They were all super strong. <laughs> Compared to me as a kid, yeah. <laughs> um, I wish th- I wish there was a better like high-def restoration of this show, though, because some of it looked that's like true. shit. What do you guys think is wrong with this middle school class, though? That's, that's something that was like, it's mysterious. We still don't know what's I wrong with think, this class. I, I think it's just that they're depressed or something. I think it's like some of them like psychologically torture the other ones. Mm. Like the bullying is like very hard to perceive, but it's there. Mm, and it's hard to know who's the bully, like who's doing the bullying, maybe. Yeah. Because when he got to the class, everybody was polite and stuff. So maybe it's just like uh, it's hard for the teachers to know like what's really going on. And remember that but it's affecting everyone. Middle school in Japan, I believe, can run runs till ninth grade. So these kids could be fourteen. Um. So, you know, but at that point, people are bullying each other with advanced techniques. Um, and yeah, when he gets hired on, the chairperson does say like, but we're prestigious, but we have a bunch of issues starting. And she knows what all the issues are. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe he's there to nip some would-be delinquents in the bud. I don't know. He's like a commando of teaching. Yeah. He's a, he's a not-so-covert op. It's pretty obvious who he is. Um, but yeah, that's a, it's a bit of a classic for this week. A late 90s classic with a, a pretty famous OP, I believe. A huge band. Um, and I would, at least, I would like to at least see scenes from the live action drama. I bet it's very campy and silly. But I would like mm. to see a guy chew scenery and be this blonde gang teacher guy. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about what we're going to do next week if we know what it is because I might not now that I think about it. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Next week's anime is TBD. You can follow us on Twitter or whatever. We are at JJBpod there. There is a Discord for this podcast that was started by a listener, but we're in there. And so are some other listeners. You can join that by going to the link that is in the description for this podcast episode. And again, our email is jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Folks, we'll see you next week. Until then, stay in school. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Don't send your nudes. Oh, yeah, don't send nudes. Especially not to us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, just because you have our email. You have our email, though. Don't send us any pictures. We will not load them. Goodbye. Bye.